Welcome to Highway Christian Community Sermon Downloads. For more sermons, please visit our website. We know you will be blessed as you listen. Take care and God bless. Um, this, is, this is what the Lord says to you. I am the Lord. I've called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. I'll give you as a covenant for the people, a light to the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out prisoners from the dungeon and from the prison those who sit in darkness. Wow, eh? God's hand is on you and he has a mission for you. Allow him to take you by the hand and to lead you into the purposes of your life. Um, enterprise, your life enterprising and, and, and bold. Sorry, enterprising and bold are two words that jumped into my mind. Wait for his call before you take the next step of faith. And you've done that already. You know how to do it. And then he says here, when Jesus says, come, be prepared to walk on the water with him. Amen. Maria. Um, I just met Maria over here. She's, uh, she came into my mind a couple of times. And uh, I went and said hi to her. It's nice to meet you officially. But uh, Maria is from the bluff. And I challenge Maria, she comes here because she likes what she sees and what she feels in this church. And I said, well, let's, how about starting a home cell there next year? Got one, aha. And she, she, she had a sharp intake of breath. But be bold. God's got a purpose for you coming here and a purpose for that as well. And just be strong in Him. Just wait for Him as you heard me say to those people. Hear that voice and walk on the water. You know, fear is conquered by courage. Walk out in courage because that faith, as you walk out in courage, is going to do great things for you. So be strong. Okay. Um, can we just ask Dad to bless us here this morning? Before I go on to that, let us just ask him, you know, Dad, we thank you that we've been able to be here. We thank you for your presence that's in our heart. And deep, deep, deep in our hearts, we feel that presence. We feel that uh, intimate heartbeat of yours right here, right now. And we just pray, Lord, that you're going to just speak to us prophetically. You're going to touch us prophetically. You're going to do things that you need to do. Lord, time is not really a factor when it comes to you and your Holy Spirit. But Lord, you have called each person sitting here right now. They are all here because they have felt and know your presence. And I just pray that you're going to do great things here. Holy Spirit, I just release your presence over them. I release your word over them. I just pray that this morning is just going to be kind of different. And Lord, as we pray for each other here, there's Steve and Janet who've gone for a break. And Lord, he's gone to also hear what you want him to do for the next year. So Lord, we come and we embrace him, although we can't see him now, but in the spirit of, as it were, Lord, we just embrace him. We surround him with your presence. We surround him with songs of deliverance. And we put a barrier against the enemy that he will not interfere in what uh, uh, God wants to do in his heart where he is right now. Both of them. So, Lord, we, we pray for your comforting presence to be there right now. Your stillness, that stillness, that divine stillness to overwhelm them at this moment and to hear the voice saying, this is a way, walk ye in it. So we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. 
when I chose the title that you see up there, somebody said to me, it's actually Steve who said to me, you know, I said a couple of things and he said, gee, was, I haven't heard of that happen to you. I haven't heard of this happen to you. And I was sort of uh, thought, well, perhaps sometimes I need to start speaking about things. I, I, um, as some of you know, God called me to the prophetic ministry uh, very dynamically. And it was the start of the IFCC conference here in Durban where it happened. And um, it was Nikki van der Vestesen who since passed away. And they called everybody who was called to the prophetic ministry, come to the front. And Donnie Vermeulen, my colleague who's in Cape Town now, was standing next to me. And I saw all these people going. I said, I said Donnie, I'm not going with all these crunchy granolas. I'm staying right here. And Ray McCauley, who you all possibly know, was sitting there. And there was all these people in the front there. And he came up and he said, there are three people here in the meeting that are not even here that have called specifically to the prophetic ministry in this nation. And I've kept quiet for a long time about all these things, but I've had a tremendous challenge from the Holy Spirit to get up and to speak out and to, to do what He's called me to do. And when He said that, it, I was literally taken by the scruff of the neck. And I, we were quite a way back, like you guys at the back there to, to about here. And I was literally drawn. I, 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 it, it must have been the physical presence of the Holy Spirit because out of myself, I was not going to go up. And I went up, and just as he raised and released me, the power of God hit me, and I went just about all the way back on my back. For two weeks, I couldn't walk properly. For two weeks, the presence of God was so awesome, I didn't know what to do with it. Still don't know what to do with it. I'm learning every day. And you know, I put the thoughts of a journey 45 years in the making. Do you know what I've discovered? It never stops. You know, Anne and I were looking, you know, the grace message. Do I really understand this grace message? Am I able to tell other people about this amazing uh, freedom, this amazing God who's come to dwell in my heart, has given me all the freedom I need to go out and to do what, he, what He's called me to do? In the midst of all these questions, in the midst of all these things, things happened to us in the last two years, which I don't want to repeat. You know, doctors took out their knives and, and all sorts of things happened. And I'm trying to dodge them now. But you know, healing is in the covenant. Divine health is in the covenant. And you can ask Anne every day. We look at it and we say, I know what I'm fighting. But you see, the devil doesn't like what's happening inside of me. The devil doesn't like. What the vision that God has put inside of me. And he's tried. I've worked out four times in the last two years. He's tried to take me out. He seriously tried to take me out. <laughs> guess who lost? You know, guess who lost? And this morning, actually, Anne and I were talking about it. and saying, you know, God's got a plan. We need to go in that plan. And I was saying to Anne, you know, at, at, at our age, you, the sort of thought comes, whoa, you know, you're getting medulla now. The bones are going to creak and the heart's going to go and all these sort of things. I know it's very hard to get spare parts at our age. But in it all, there's divine health and we look to Him. I know I need at least another 30, 40 years to be able to accomplish everything God has told me to do. God has prophesied and prophesied and prophesied uh, so many times of miracles, signs, and wonders. 
and I see them in a little while uh, with the, 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 the move of the Spirit where this church started from. In those days, I saw manifestations of the Spirit that I haven't seen since. I've I, I shared the testimony of what happened in Issaquahweni when we took the food out after Des Moines. We built 29 houses there as well uh, for the people who lost their homes. But we took out food. We took out everything. And this is why I, I'm so behind what we are doing when we come to feeding the lost and looking for the lost and, and, and ministering to the, to the lost. Because they need to feel this. And we went out for taking food and stuff for 300 people. We rock up there and there's 3,000 people. We never stopped giving food out. We never stopped giving clothes out. And we never stopped giving kitchen utensils out. Now, my testimony is I have never, ever experienced, I don't see it in the Word, where the Lord multiplied kitchen utensils. I don't know if you have, but that, but that was a miracle. Now, I've kept a lot of this to myself, and I, 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 perhaps I need to write a book, and you know, everybody says, write a book, another book. I don't, every time I want to write a book, you know, the, the cloud moves. I want to move with the cloud, man. That's part. But, you know, the Lord uses the past to teach us something in the present so we can, we can face the future. Amen. And there's Brian and Joy there. I was reading their comments, just their glowing faces. My, oh my, what generals in the army bow before you, sir. I know I'm going to bow before you when we get up there, when we draw up there too. He's going to have a special crown. But 30 years ago, I had the privilege of coming and ministering into this congregation when it started. And my prophetic word to this congregation then, that this is going to be a large, large church. I'll say that again, see if anybody catches on. Eh? A large, large church. Now, now, guys, in my book, in my thinking right now, what we have here is nothing compared to what God wants to do. And, and Richard, Richard touched on it. Right now, God is preparing us. If you look carefully, and I'm going to expound a little bit on that, I'm not preaching to you. I'm, I'm, I'm prophesying to you what's going to happen. Amen? I'm prophesying to you what's going to happen. God's going to increase and increase and He's preparing you and I. Friday, Friday, none of you can say, no, we can't do it. Come on. Woo! Eh? Come on. Fear. No. Courage. Yes. Eh? Faith. We take it on. And we take on all those things. Big talk. Yes. You know, sometimes, you know, a, a curveball might come. But the thing is, together, look what we did together. Hey? <laughs> I heard some stories of iron sharpening iron over the last week or two, but we won't mention those. But you see, I hear some laughing there. Are those the sheep in the... <laughs> or hysterical? Yeah. You can, wake up. <laughs> but, you hear, but, but, that, but that's what's life. This is family. This is family. That's why we went to Father and said, Lord, you, we're so excited about what you've put in our hearts and where you're going to expand this whole vision. Amen. You with me there? Right. As I preach it. Whoa. Prophesy. We're getting there. Now let me get this little... Ah. Now, you know, sometimes words come in. That's a prophetic thing. 
I, I might be speaking and a word comes in and I'll go with that word and we'll, we'll see where it goes. Now, I could st- sit, uh, stay here all day and I could prophesy over each one of you. But that's not the issue here. You have the Bible with you. You have the Word of God. And sure, the Lord emphasizes things and we need to move into those things. But we need to be led by the Spirit. There's been so many crunchy granolas, as I call them out there. I've stayed away from the prophetic for far too long. Well, not far too long because of what I've seen out there. When you go into Africa and you say, God calls himself prophet, you go into those churches, you see the things that are happening. Now, I'm not there to judge. But one thing the Lord challenged me on, he said, if you see that, you make sure that you are going to be an authentic prophetic voice. You're going to love my church. You're going to love my pearl. Where are you? Pearl. Mrs. Pearl. Where's Mrs. Pearl? I can't see you. There you are. Yeah. We're going to, you know, and, that, and that's what it's all about. When I started the walk 45 years ago, uh, John Stechman, who was the senior pastor of the Assemblies of God Church, which was then in Salisbury, he taught me, he discipled me. And one of the first things he said to me, I've never lost it, I've never gone back to that, uh, 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 changed my, uh, my thinking on that, that the church, the pearl, amen, is God's a plan. Guys, there is no other plan except what you see here. And I prophesy that as you take hold of the church, and as you take a step of faith around the leadership of this church, you're going to see growth like you've never seen before. God has prepared in the past everything for the time such as this. And it's not about just talking about it. It's about getting out and doing it. Doing it in his strength, not your strength. Do you know you can't do it by yourself? And I, Richard brought it out as well. I meant, I th- I'm glad he mentioned brains, you know. I told you what happened when I was in the police and the sergeant major stood inside of me. Inside, what is your name? Bull Brain. Sa. And where are you from? I said, but by the way, the, the, the police has brains now. You know, I, I didn't say it like that, but literally like that. But he never forgot that for the whole time I was in depot. You know, there are things you need to learn to say and things you need to learn not to say. And the not to say bits, I'm still learning how not to say them. Okay. And, and, and that's life. Hey? That's life. And, and together as a family, we're going to move on. Now, I, I, I wonder how. Let's, let's go. Woo. Would you allow me to waffle on? Just relax where we are. We've, had, we've had, done a lot. Just relax. I want to just give a couple of thoughts here. Because I know Steve is going to be listening to this as well. So if he excommunicates me afterwards, you know. Isaiah 62 verse 10. This is a key scripture. When I was running the church uh, up in, in, in uh, Limpopo, and I lost the church after two years, it was a bad, bad, bad experience. My late wife, I believe, passed away from a broken heart as a result of what happened there. But I went to a group that were up on a hill. We might have, you know, they're doing some funny things. But the guy gave me this, and he says, the Lord really told him to give me the scripture. And it's one that has been, look, I've got my, you know, the scriptures from your calling. Behold, I've called you as a prophet to the nations. To build up and break down, I broke down in more ways than one. But anyway, there you have it. Isaiah 62, verse 10, the NIV. Pass through, pass through the gates. A month ago, I was here 
And my, my favorite position is here, and I always see the stairways. This, now, this is, this is me. This is the prophetic heart. Eh? All the time. And I, please, guys, it's not about being spooky, uh, spooky spiritual or knowing spiritual things more than I want to emphasize that. I train up my mind. He's given me an imagination. And in that imagination, I mean, I, I read the Word. And I look into the heavenlies, what the Word says. And you have this throne room up there with 24 elders. The 24 or 12? Yeah, I was right, eh? You see. Thanks, Anne. That's why the Lord gave me Anne to remember these things. Anyway, you, you have this picture of heaven and, and the colors and all these sort of things. And those things don't leave, leave me. Somebody said, why are you always sitting in the front? I said, well, you know, I sit over here because I want to be the first to get what the Holy Spirit wants to do. And not only that, I'm terrified to get up here and speak. And if I had to sit further back and walk past everybody, I probably wouldn't come up here. So it's a, lot, it's a lot quicker to get there. Sorry, that's just by the way. And, but here, pass through, pass through the gate. Here, right here, I saw these huge gates open. I've, I've got a picture here, which I'll show you just now of it. And the, the uh, of, no, that's not, that's the other one. That's the other one. And through it came Jesus. And he came into our presence. And the scripture that the Lord gave me before I gave my heart to the Lord 45 years ago was, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And remember the old song, um, uh, Knock and the door shall be opened. Remember that old song? That's the one that you, you I mean, I'm talking about before the Chrit Rindapest, guys. This is what I was going for. And, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit was, was, was sorting me out, sorting me out. And, you know, before I gave my heart to the Lord, when I was a lighty, I mean, a church was fair game. If I saw a church, I wanted to go in there because I knew there was something there that I needed in the church. I even went to the Catholic church and took some water out to drink it because I said, it's holy water. Look how holy I am. But you, but you hear, that was a search. That was a cry for the reality. And God was watching my cry, watching my cry, watching me cry. Until I was in the police and the people came around and gave me a Gideon's Bible. And I took this Gideon's Bible, you know, big deal, I'm a big policeman, you know, hard drinking and everything. And I was saying it up, they said, who wants to read this? I couldn't wait to get into that room, lock the door, and I poured over that little New Testament, the Gideon's New Testament. But it took my daughter to be raised from the dead for me to realize that there's a God in heaven who cares for me and has got a plan for me. And it's taken 45 years of working out this sort of thing. Prepare the way for the people. Wherever I've been, I've taken that as thing. He says, build up, build up the highway. We are the highway. And the, the whole thing, why I put this up there as well, the whole thing about highway, this is a prophetic uh, scripture to me personally, but not only to me. I was speaking to Steve oh, a couple of months ago, perhaps a year or so ago, and he was called on the same scripture to come here. You know, when you see that sort of thing, you realize that God is moving. God is doing something. And, I'm a, and you, you can take it as your own as well. You can receive it prophetically. Do you want it? Do you want a, a, prophetic, a prophet's reward? Receive that and make it real in your life. Huh? It goes on there. It says, build up, build up the highway. Remove the stones. Raise a banner for the nation. We are busy removing the stones. Through the discipleship course, we are busy getting the obstacles out the way so we can be an effective church, an effective pearl to touch the very core of the city. 
And he says, the Lord has made a proclamation through the ends of the earth. Say to the daughter Zion, see, your Savior comes. See, his reward is with him, and he'll recompense, his recompense accompanies him. They will be called a holy people. This is you guys. Come on. This is what's going to happen. I'm prophetically saying that. It's going to happen. People are going to come here. And, and, and Maria, you know, when she told me, she's come all the way up from, from there. Guys, you must go and say hi to her and just commend her for what she's doing. I mean, every, that's a great track. This great track, eh, Maria? There's a long part Elke, Elke Sondag. And I take my hat off to that sort of thing. But we're going to get more of that because the presence is here. And, you know, we, we, we've got to equip ourselves for the presence. And that's why I said to you, you know, about Jesus walking in here, knocking at the door, and he's saying, open up the doors of your heart. Open up. Don't hesitate. No hesitation in taking on what he wants and what he wants to do in your life. A holy people redeemed of the Lord, and you'll be called sought after, sought after the city no longer deserted. Come on. Eh? No longer deserted. Well, this thing has gone off. Let's see if we can get this going. How are we time-wise? Are you, are you still happy with me? I'll tell you what. Birth in revival for revival. Coming back to the start of this church, this church was birthed in a spiritual spirit of revival. Hatfield days, we used to go up there to pastors' meetings. We used to... Uh, every month we were up there and then went to uh, Bible school there, went to uh, the, the leadership training school, and that's where I met Joy. Joy is, Joy is a bit older than me, so she can't remember, but I remember. <laughs> and uh, she was a flock, a flock group leader there at that time, and that's where we started the same degree that Steve done and all that sort of thing and going through all that stuff. And and And... and that's what was happening right across with Dali Familia. We started churches right across Natal, right into the then uh, Transvaal. There were a couple of places and all over the show into Africa. And that's where everything started. That's where that desire came to get into, into, these, into these places. Next one. Whoa, that's got a pointer there, huh? The word given years ago in preparation for a time such as this. The word I've just given you is a time I believe for, for now. It's a now word for now. Now you can take it for now prophetically and make it part of you. Prepare the way. Prepare the highway. Now one of the things, uh, and I'm coming back to what I said in the beginning about God's A plan is the church. The church is God's A plan. And anything besides that is a no-no. When I went back to Zimbabwe, I was on the highway that went, the Great North Highway that goes right up into Africa. And I could hear the big lorries coming up from South Africa, going up through Chirundu into Lusaka and up into the jungles or wherever they were going. And I thought, well, you know, everybody's doing it, so I'm going to start this ministry. And, uh, and the ministry, I named it Africa Highway Ministry. And I, I, it's, it's, quite, it's quite funny that afterwards, you know, I, it, it, and I remember writing it down and, and the Lord saying, that's not it. Because I should not point my fingers, seeing these guys with these ministries and say, man, if you have a ministry there, what about the church? You know, the gifting is for the church. 
The fivefold ministry is for the church. If I can't walk in love here in the prophetic, how am I ever going to walk in love out there? A special ministry that protects me. I come in here, I prophesy some rubbish over people, walk out, it's not my responsibility. The poor pastor has got to deal with the problem afterwards. Amen? I personally believe that, that uh, it's coming more and more to the fore that, that a prophet can't be an elder. It can be an elder in the church. It's not a, against that. But the, the whole thing is, the whole thing is, because of the, the nature of the ministry, we need to be in a position that we speak to everybody from a clear heart with no restrictions. And I've stopped myself from doing that. What the fear of man sometimes gets in, and we don't do those sort of things. Come on. I mean, this is family. You know, a guy steps on your toe. Oh, oh, let it go, let it go. But you know, at the same time, the Lord reveals the heart of people. And what we need to do, and that's why you are such a blessed people, because every time you step on my toes, you think, oh, I've never stepped so you've said, some of you might have said something or done something. You know what happens? We go and we just pray. We say, Lord, that's yours, not mine. You sort them out. You sort them out. That's why Anne is such a fantastic person. Nobody caught that. <laughs> but, but, but do you hear where I'm, where I'm going on this? We need to get into the reality of this sort of thing. The reality of church. Now, could you put me, go through to the one with the present, just the, the Christmas present. See? And I'll end with this. I'll end, actually end with a scripture, but um, <coughs> see how long I would have kept you here if I had to go through all that. Hmm. Stop there a second. When Anne and I were look, uh, I'd come up, we'd got married in the, in the uh, Methodist church. And that was 15 years ago. And we went around, I took Anne around to, she saw these mad charismatics. And in my heart, I knew I was coming here. At that stage, when, when Steve knew me, I had a big devil. Now, Steve's got a big beard now. But I had a big beard. Nobody really recognized us. And we came in here, and this is what made me come. To this church. Now, okay, are we hearing what God, and, and this is the vision I had of these large doors. Here we go, doors again. Behold, I stand the door and knock. Here were open doors and the multitudes coming in here. And I said, Lord, this is where I want to be. And now you look at the doors on the other, on either side of that. And what I saw is not people leaving, but people going out into the world and touching the nations and touching the nations. This is preparation, I believe, for that. And 15 years ago, that's why we are here. Because of what God has been saying and God has been saying in our heart. Has there been problems? Has there been times, rough times? Yeah, you know, you stew over things, people say things, and that's when you go and pray for them. And the next time you see them, they're just like little angels, you know. Because uh, and the Lord's got big angels that go and clap them, sort them out with a blessing. <laughs> right, uh, can we go to that? Yeah. I would have liked to have stayed on that ship, but it'll, we'll be here too long. How are we time-wise? Another five minutes. How's that? Five minutes? You all okay for five minutes? Yeah, I see those hands. <coughs> a gift of a 30-year foundation to support a mighty revival. Thank you. Yes, you've seen it. She's seen it. <laughs> 
Guys, this is what God's been doing in the last 30 years. He has been placing foundation, but foundation on which to build the revival that is here. This last year, I have seen signs of the revival that we had in Zululand when I arrived there in 1980. When the full gospel businessmen, when there were these guys coming together and the Holy Spirit descending. I mean, you know, I, I being a good uh, uh, Pentecostal at that stage, I said, look at this down my long legalistic nose and say, what are these guys up to? But God slowly, when my late wife, who was quite a timid uh, person, she would never ever uh, uh, take up a mic or do anything outward. When she came back from the ladies' prayer meeting and said that we were praying and the presence was so great, we were flattened on the floor. And my little spiritual antennae were doing this. And my other guy, who was also ex-assemblies, uh, Pentecostal assembly, was doing that. And we said, no, just leave it. If, the, if I, his wife and my wife were on the floor with the other wives, crying and screaming and everything with the Holy Spirit. And that was the start of signs and wonders. Where we baptized people and they shot out the water like corks. And they floated on top of the water that we thought they were drowning. One person went to heaven for 30 minutes and told us this whole story. And I never recorded it. But she told these amazing things that happened. And here we thought she was drowned. She was having a jaw like you cannot believe. And I said, well, well, I want to go up there. Have a a squiz, you know. But you know know what us men are like. We probably wanted to go up there and use it to go and brag. So the Lord knew that I had a pride issue, so he didn't send me up. But I, I'm joking with that sort of thing. We, I saw miracle signs and wonders at that stage too when we were uh, 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 planting churches after Des Moines. We went out to preach the gospel. We took food and everything. We saw blind eyes open. We saw guys get out of wheelchairs. We saw all those things. I, I, I've never spoken. I've, I've kept it a lot in my heart because now I feel uh, my heart is right. God has... Uh, when I say that, I say that by faith and prophetically that God has dealt with it. I'm not taking anything for myself. But what I am taking, I'm taking the lessons of the last 30 years. I'm taking the lessons. It was about five years before that, six years before that, when I went full time into the ministry. And all that, all that would have seen, I see God doing it right now. And he's returning and things are going to happen. When I, see, when I say, see the return of the Lord, I see shining light. In this, you can ask Anne, I, you know, a year ago, when I, stood, when I was on the stoop, there was this bright, shiny light in the, in the sky. Now, this is my imagination. And Jesus returning. You know, it's, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's happening in my mind. It's happening in my spirit. The Lord is coming back soon. And he wants you and I to get out there and to show the people. This is, this is a special church with a special mission to touch this town, not only this town, and not only Pine Town, but the whole of Durban. And keep your spiritual ears open. I had a lot more to share, and I'm sort of trying to get, get in and do it. But what I prophesy is, I walked in here, now this is the last little story to give you, um, about three weeks ago, I saw a church that God has got ready for us. That's my personal uh, vision. Was in the corner this huge, huge church. Not to not to say, oh, we got a big church, but to get the multitudes in. 
where they get trained. I saw a huge, huge training facility where the people could come in and get trained. Now, how's this going to happen? God's going to do it. No man can do what I saw there. And you know, over the last couple, over the last two years, the Lord has shown me. You can ask Anne. I've got pictures, uh, dreams that I've had of this huge property with all those things, with everything we need, and it was given. It was given to us. God, uh, we we got to trust God. He's going to do something right out of our minds. Amen. Um, before yeah. before you pray for us, um, George just got a word to share. Hi, this is just so appropriate when my late husband was still alive and our church was going through a really tra- traumatic time. We were on the verge of a split. There was a huge power struggle going on. And this is a word that the Lord gave to my husband from Isaiah 41. There's a quite a lot before. I'll just read the main piece. See, I will make you into a threshing sledge, new and sharp with many teeth. You will thresh the mountains and crush them. And reduce the hills to chaff. You will winnow them, the wind will pick them up, and a gale will blow them away. But you will rejoice in the Lord, and glory in the Holy One of Israel. And then the other thing that that God said to me, and I can't remember whether Herman had already died or not, but he said, and I didn't even know what it meant, he said that he would make this church a prototype. I remember saying to somebody, what is a prototype? And I, I can just see it all happening right now. So, and I was just blessed out of my cotton socks on yeah. Friday night. I've just seen what God has done, and it's only God. And just because I'm into the arts, just to say, get behind Lee and Heather and all these Esme, all these creative people. We get got to get this church dancing and painting and singing and oh, Am all I allowed to sing? Amen. Yes, no, and I do remember you. <laughs> <laughs> scripture on my slide. Can you put that up? It's going to be a declaration. <laughs> I think you need to stand. Please, thank you so much for your patience. It's a, it's a bit it's it's a, it's a it's a bit different this morning. I didn't realize it'll flow like that, but we just got to be uh see when I, when I say a declaration, a declaration that there will be patient endurance in every one of us as we take on what God. Yeah, please stand up. And uh, so let's let's read that. Uh, I, I believe it's a challenge this morning for us to do this. So do not throw away this confident trust in the Lord. Right. We trust in the Lord God Almighty, who made heaven and who made earth, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He will do it. And, and, the, and we thank you, Lord, for the reward that you're going to bring. The multitudes into your kingdom. We speak it into existence now. We thank you for it, Lord. We call them forth from the north, south, east, and west. And we say, come, come. Your place is ready. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Amen. And Lord, we declare that we will have patient endurance. Patient endurance. 
as we wait upon you, as we move with you, and we trust you to do this new thing. We declare that we are a patient people. We declare that we are enduring people. We declare that we are a victorious people, full of faith, full of hope, full of courage. Lord, we declare it over each person right now. In what you need to know so that you will be able to continue to do God's will. Then you will receive what He has promised. Lord, every word that you have spoken over this congregation that comes from the throne of heaven, we declare its, its, its viability. We declare its power to change. We declare its power to touch our very hearts, the very core of our beings. We declare that that comes from you and you alone. Lord, we thank you that you are coming back for a victorious church. We thank you, Lord, that you have spoken that, you have shown us that, and our confidence and hope is in that. We thank you, Lord, for that great shining general of ours who's coming in. There'll be no darkness that can stand in his presence. Every bit of darkness will go. Lord, we declare darkness has no place in this church. Darkness has no place in our lives. We declare, Lord, that, it's going to, that your light is going to penetrate that darkness. Lord, you say you take no pleasure that anyone who turns away. Lord, no one, we declare no one will turn away. No one will turn away from your, your love. Lord, we pray that your love will just flow through us and touch everybody. Teach us to love our neighbor. Teach us to walk with our neighbor. Teach us to be an expression of your love and what you did for us on the cross. But, but, but we are not like those who turn away from God to their own destruction. Lord, we are not going to turn away. We're going to put our hands to the plow like Jesus said. And Lord, we're going to look dead ahead. We're not going to look back, but we're going to look ahead. Lord, we take what you've given us. It's our foundation now. And we walk with that power and we see what you've got. Lord, we declare vision from on high. Vision from on high. Vision from on high. Envision us afresh. Teach us afresh. Move on us afresh, we pray. And then, we are the faithful ones whose souls will be saved. Lord, I thank you. For faithfulness. I thank you for the faithfulness that was expressed on Friday. I thank you for the faithfulness that's here right now. I thank you for the faithfulness of these people listening to me for so long, Lord. But I declare faithfulness, faithfulness, faithfulness over each and every person here. Now, Lord, as you part us, Lord, it's been a, a, long, a bit of a long haul. But, Lord, you know what you've planted in every heart here. And I pray, Lord, that that Holy Spirit, that you're going to come and you're going to cause a growth. You're going to cause a, your presence to, to activate and to stir up that which you've placed in every heart. And every word that you have spoken, every word from you, Lord, I declare it's going to find entrance and cause a growth and an excitement like never before. Thank you, Holy Spirit, as you prepare us for this new season has been spoken about. Come, Holy Spirit. Be with Steve. Be with all of us. And be blessed.